What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Nimrod Kramer, who's the co-founder of Daily Dev. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Matt. Thanks you very much for hosting me. Pretty excited. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Looking forward to learning more about what you're working on here. For people that haven't heard of Daily Dev, what is that? What are you working on? So Daily Dev, it's um, an all-in-one developer news reader. So basically, we aggregate all the developer news uh, out there in the world into one place. So this is going to be a very uh, not naive question, but I'm I'm curious. So I myself am not I'm not a developer. I'm lightly technical, but like I don't code for a living. I don't program for a living. I'm curious, like what would be an example or two of like developer news? Is it like new languages created? Something about frameworks? You can kind of like just what what's a couple of examples of things that could bubble up to the top of daily dev? So so it widely ranges. It can be like deeply technical stuff on, on how to do this and that with code snippets and examples. And it can be also new releases of different software libraries or frameworks. Um, and it can also be tech news, like the things you see on TechCrunch and, and the next web and such kind of places. And basically um, we're, we're trying to help developers just catch up with, with everything new that's happening out there. And tell me a little bit about why you started this. Obviously, like being a curator of, of knowledge for, for a sector is, is a huge, you know, you're, you're doing a huge service to developers, to programmers. But I'm curious, like, why did you decide to start and what's the origin story here? That's a fantastic story. As a matter of fact, we never thought Daily Dev is going to be a business. So it started as a side project. And, and the previous company that me and my partners uh, co-founded a few years back, um, and we started with a problem. It was very, uh, very simple problem that, that our uh, developers in our own R&D team were spending a lot of time and effort in finding developer news um, because of two simple reasons. The developer news are widespread over many, many, many publications, magazines, and blogs. And the second thing is that it's very difficult to spot the high quality articles. Um, so you just get to spend a lot of time skipping from platform to platform and trying to filter yourself the uh, the signal from the noise and how obviously don't share like, I don't want you to share like the secret sauce or anything but like how, like if you can at a high level like how do you think about um like filtering signal from noise like it like is it based on uh, like how reputable a source is or I guess I'm not I don't want you to share anything proprietary sure, but no, how do you okay. think about it so that's also a great question and and the I'll start by saying that our secret sauce is, also, is, is transparent and, and widely known because we're an open source project. 
so all the code is out there. Everybody can go ahead, take a look how we rank articles. But if we do ask, if you do ask about our secret sauce, the secret sauce is that we do not do any of the curation and we don't do any of the ranking. We completely automated that and we just let our community of around 100,000 developers rank the content by themselves. So we just aggregate the content, we put it in a feed, and then we see which articles people read more, which articles people read less, on which articles they vote, and then we, we just automatically rank it for all the others. And as you work on this, I'm curious, um, like what, what does your average day look like? Like, you, are, are you spending still a lot of your time programming? Are you spending your time doing other stuff? Can you kind of walk us through an average day, even though I'm sure every day is a little different? <laughs> Sure. So, so as, as far as it goes to myself, I'm not a programmer. We're a team of three people. Only one of them is, is a programmer and he built the whole thing by himself, which is pretty insane. But that's a story for another time. A day in my life is, is very simple. It starts um, by taking my dog to the beach, walking with her for like 30 minutes, then going back home, starting with a coffee. That's the most important thing in my day, the morning coffee. And then, cheers. Um, and then I start by going over emails. You know, it's, it's insane how many emails a B2C project with 100,000 daily active users can generate. There are tons of feedback, tons of questions, tons of issues, feature requests, et cetera. So I spend a lot of time um, by going over emails. Um, and then it really depends on the day. We have a bunch of meetings with, with our partners, potential, uh, potential partners, advertisers, and, and so on and so forth. So it's, it's widely varies. And I'm curious because you just alluded to this, um, like you have a you it's consumer, you have a ton of different emails and a lot of people reaching out. I have to guess that you get pulled in a lot of different directions by your readers, by your users. How do you kind of find the balance between building what you want to build and making sure the company is going in the direction that that you're that you find good and also listening to your your readers and users and doing kind of what they want? How do you kind of walk that fine line? Yeah, that's also a fantastic question. So um, in my case, I had to come up with several hacks. Um, but before I describe that, I must say that the way I see my role in the project as of today is that I'm responsible for hearing our customer's voice. And, and I'm responsible of bringing that voice and feedback into the product meetings, into the strategy meetings, and trying to, to embed that and implement that into everything that we do. Um, and it's pretty, sim pretty similar to the approach that YC is advocating that do something people want. So I'm in charge of, of understanding what people actually want. Then the two hacks that I do is first, I limit the emails time by uh, certain blocks in, in, the, in the calendar. So if I devote two hours, it's two hours. And I try to um, answer as many emails as I possibly can but I don't drag it into two, two and a half or three hours. It's two hours, just it. The second hack is that I have a filter in my, in my inbox that is looking for the word unsubscribe. And if it finds the word unsubscribe, it sends all those emails into another folder of marketing materials. So this is where I know I'm gonna get all the spam. Just kidding, it's not always spam. Some of the things are actually interesting, but this is a folder that I visit like once a week or two. Um, just to see if there's something interesting, but this really helps me, you know, keep the, the inbox in control. That is a very, very good idea. I might, I might take that for myself. Uh, that, that's great. I, I love it. 
Um, so let, let's kind of look out into the future, 5, 10, 15 years, you know, along the line. What, what do you kind of see for, for daily dev and what's the big vision here and what direction you're rowing in as you build out this company? So, so the big vision here is that we want to build the largest developer community um, in the world. Uh, and we want to do it by helping developers stay up to date. And then comes the question, why should a community be built around just staying up to date? So it comes down to the uh, very core nature of what it means to be a developer in 2020 and 2021. Um, staying up to date is not a nice to have thing. Um, there is a lot of, a lot of um, fear and, and FOMO. Um, and, if you just go, and if you're a developer and you go to sleep for one year and you wake up and you haven't learned anything during that year, you're probably gonna, not gonna be able to get a job and probably not be able to code anything that looks modern. Um, so uh, this problem turned, especially past COVID, it turned out to be uh, not a nice to have problem, but a mandatory problem uh, to solve it. And we wanna be the best site in the world to, to solve that problem. And in order to be the best site in the world to solve that problem, you'll need a little help, right? You know, it takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is, how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money? Looking for partners, sponsors? You know, how, how can the, the community and the listeners assist? All right. So, so that's also a great question. At the moment, we're bootstrapping. So basically, we don't, we, we don't, we didn't raise any money. We might be raising money in the future, but it's still unclear whether we're going to do that or not. At the moment, we just enjoy enjoy our freedom being actually a profitable bootstrap. Um, Congratulations and, on that. That's huge. Thanks. That, that was a huge milestone for us. Uh, and and it, again, it brings a lot of freedom and a lot of happiness into our lives. Just can, can build whatever we want without having us to worry that the money's going to run out. Um, and the way... Or, or the things that I'm looking for today is, is other communities that are looking to do some collaborations um, by doing the material events or hackathons or, or, or a bunch of, of community activities that um, were basically open for everything. Um, and, and the thing we can bring in is, is the traffic in our community uh, to the game. And what we expect to get in return is, is the same thing. We just want to, um, to like multiple our value with, with another community and do something cool. And then if, if there's a community listening or there's someone listening, they want to get in touch or learn more about this, you know, how can they find you online? Do you have a website? Uh, you know, I, it's, probably, it's, you know, pretty much your name, but do you, what's your website? Do you have a social media account or like an email address? How can someone, you know, learn more? So there are two, I'm pretty available in, in all channels. The best way would be to DM me on Twitter or um, to just email me, which is nimrod.daily.com. Uh, daily.dev sorry all right well thank you so much for coming on to the podcast i really appreciate it sure thank you very much for having me